Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Hollywood Podcast, covering the latest in film, TV, streaming, and social media. I'm your host, Max Geshwind. Stay tuned for today's episode. All right, Tisha. Well, thanks so much for being a guest on today's show. I really appreciate it. We've known each other for a little while. I worked on Big Shot. That's how we first met. And so I'm so happy to see you blossom and see all the positive reviews that this show is getting. Um, I know it must be so exciting for you, for your family, for your friends. So I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with me today. Yeah, thank you for having me. This is really exciting. Yeah, I know. You've been doing a lot of these. So I'm glad <laughs> yeah. you're, I, I, but I feel like this is, this is special doing I'm it with the up. two of us. I'm warmed up and ready for you. You warmed up for me. Now you're all profesh. Um, yeah. Well, for my first question, I wanted to know, I know you came, you're from Orange County. You went to high school in the OC um, at a school that really focused on acting and the arts. So how did this opportunity sort of come your way? Was it something that you found out about through school? And what was that whole process like when this opportunity first came to you? Yeah, well, I went to school for acting. Um, this was an art school and yeah. we had an actor showcase and I auditioned, I got in, got a manager. Um, I was with them for maybe three years until I graduated and they sent this audition my way. And at first I didn't really think about it too much because I auditioned for Louise at first and I'm a very short girl. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. the character description was like, ostensibly tall, very good at basketball. Um, so I was like, okay, I'll just walk in, see what happens, maybe make a good impression. Um, but they, at the end of that audition, they were like, huh, so you're definitely not Louise, but we, no. have a, we have a character that you could possibly be perfect for. So I read for Mouse, two weeks went by, didn't hear anything. And my, my manager called and was like, you're testing for the show. I'm like, okay. So I dropped out of college and here we are. Mm -hmm. And when you tested, you were doing it in front of like Bill D'Elia, Dean Laurie, the EPs, right? Yeah. And how, what was that all like? Was it nerve wracking? Oh yeah, this was, this was my first test for any yeah. TV show. So it was very nerve wracking. They made us sign contracts before we even auditioned. So it was like, oh, there's actually something on the line here. Um, but having all the girls in that one room really made me feel comfortable because we had such good chemistry from the get-go and it just felt like we were playing with each other mm -hmm. but like yeah it, it just felt like an acting class in a way but it was weird like talking to a bunch of like big Hollywood producers after yeah. auditioning for it. So when you did the test you were with all the girls so they wanted yeah. to see like what everyone's chemistry was like together. Yeah so right. um well the first Thing was we went one by one and we auditioned for our specific characters and then after that was all done we did a little mix and match and we they were trying to see like which girls would fit the best with each other and we ended up with the five girls that you see on the tv yes yes um now you play mouse um she comes from a military family very serious about her education yes. um very like plays by the rules you know very strict you know she puts that on herself um, can you further describe that character and how she fits into the overline, overall storyline of the series? Yeah, so she's the smallest and the youngest of the team, um, but she's also like very confident in who she is and like has very strict 
a very strict point of view. And when Corn comes to their school at first, um, she is like the only one that's really on his side and vouching for him. And he, she really like, she really sees how he could impact the girls and how the girls could change him. So I think Mouse in a way sees like the good in the unknown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I was gonna actually follow up on that because it does seem like each girl helps Coach Corn, played by John Stamos in his own way and being more compassionate, more caring, more empathetic. These are all aspects to the character of Coach Corn that we didn't see at the beginning of the series, but like episode by episode, we're slowly starting to see him open up. And this is due to the influence of the girls. Um, so can you talk a little about, bit about how your, char- your character of Mouse specifically influenced Coach Corn's changing throughout the series? Yeah, I think Mouse in a way is like the peacemaker of this group. Yeah. And she wants everyone to feel safe and she wants everyone to be who they are and feel like they can tell Mouse anything. And I feel like Mouse helps Corn evolve in like the more empathetic way and be a better person um, in a sense that she gives him the benefit of the doubt when the other girls don't. Mm-hmm. And I think that gives him a little more confidence in that he can actually do this. And this isn't a very, this isn't a terrible problem to have. And he could actually coach these girls. So it's like a, it's a window into what coach evolves into throughout the season. Exactly. Um, This is a great cast. It's a great mixture of, you know, new up and comers like yourself and all the other girls, as well as, you know, pros like, Yvette Nicole Brown, who plays the principal, um, Robert Robichaud, who plays the school counselor, um, Jesslyn Gilsig, who plays the assistant coach, and ultimately, of course, the, <laughs> um, the head coach in the show, played by John Stamos. Um, I have to ask what it was like working with John. I mean, obviously, I was there as a wallflower working on this show right. with you guys, so like, I saw you guys interact, and you guys really had a great relationship, but I sort of joined in like the midpoint of the show. So how did it start off your relationship with John? Was it always like the way it was later on? Or did you sort of build up to that point where you guys really felt comfortable together? Yeah, it. <laughs> we were all very intimidated at first and like yeah. also very excited because he's such a big name in this industry. Mm-hmm. But the second we met him, he was just so kind and genuine and he's so down to earth and also very goofy. So (laughs) um, we really felt at home with him from the get go. But throughout this whole process, especially with the pandemic and everything going on, um, we really just bonded. We really became a family, like every single one, every single person in this cast. But John like really made a point to connect with every single person in this cast and make them feel like they are his best friend, which is, incredible to have as a as a number one on the call sheet Mm -hmm. um I read or I think I watched an interview with John Stamos I think he was doing an interview on Good Morning America and he said how during the first couple episodes he made it intentional to kind of keep a safe distance between him and like the other girls like in terms of just like you know not getting too close to them is that something that you notice too and then like eventually he slowly wanted to start getting closer and closer with you guys? 
I mean, at first I didn't clock that. I just, I was also very intimidated to work with him. Yeah, Um, right, right. But I just thought that that was who he was. Right, right. But yeah, I, looking back at it, he just like slowly opened up a lot more with every episode and we just started bonding more and it just felt like he was, he was John. He wasn't John Stamos, the big famous actor. He was just like, oh, the goofball John who has snacks in his pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As I mentioned, you know, it's not just John, but also Jessalyn and Yvette and Richard, who've been in the industry for so long. Is there anything you learned from any of them coming out of this about acting or working in the industry that you're going to take with you moving forward? Oh my gosh, so much. Yeah. Um, especially with Jess and Yvette. They're just like, they're incredible women to work with. Yeah. I, I'm sure you know. Yes. Um, <laughs> but Jess just made a point to like, really teach us like what this industry entails and like what we need to do as actors and like every every single scene where we have to take a break she's like oh my gosh look at look at what john's doing this is what this is what this is like um she she really just took us under her wing she kind of coached us from the sidelines and like how to act on tv um Mm -hmm. And also a vet really made us value the importance of how being kind to this industry will help you level up because there's, yeah, it's kindness will get you a long way in this industry. Yeah. And you have been kind on the show and Yvette's very kind too. So it obviously shows that she practices what she preaches. Yeah. Um, Okay, so I have to ask, we talked about, you know, you and your relationship with these pros on the cast. Um, What was it like working with these other girls who are also like, not fairly new, you know, not completely new, but they've worked on some things before. Um, From my point of view, working on the show, you know, starting at that midpoint, it seemed like all of you guys were already like super close. Can you speak a bit to the special bonds that you all shared? Um, Was it something that you guys immediately had from the beginning or did you work to that point of getting really close later on? Yeah, like I said before, we really just clicked the second we met mm-hmm. and it was apparent that we had so much chemistry and it was, the chemistry you see on TV is the chemistry we have. I mean, yeah. Tiana might be a little nicer to all of us. She was like, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we had a, bunch of like cast bonding days outside of set. And we also had those practice days when we weren't filming. So we were basically with each other every single day. And we just got to know each other. And we started feeling like we're a family. We, they really feel like my sisters and I'm very grateful for that. Mm-hmm. As we mentioned before, acting is your love first and foremost. <laughs> um, And so I would think that this was a bit of a, you know, challenge with learning, you know, basketball and now, you know, trying to be into sports with your character. Can you talk about how much you knew about basketball in general before working on this show um, and how much of a learning curve this must have been? I knew basically nothing before I started the show. Right. I grabbed my dad who played college basketball in the Philippines. He loves basketball. Yeah. I never really got into it, but I was like, dad I have to play basketball for this audition please show me what I need to know like the bare minimum of it and I he showed me I basically faked the rest 
I got in somehow. And um, after we all booked the show, we had this basketball coordinator, Keela, who basically showed us how to play the game from the ground up. We, she took a bunch of girls who didn't really know how to play and actually made them into a full-on basketball team. Yeah. It was a boot camp, right? For a couple of months that you guys started before yeah. filming? It was a month-long yeah. boot camp. Okay. And then we, we kept going with basketball practices um, when we weren't filming. When John had to film a bunch of scenes that day, we were at the gym yeah. actually playing basketball. Yeah, I remember yeah. those basketball practices, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, now, can you talk about any similarities that you might have had with Mouse that sort of helped you in preparation for filming? Anything that you were able to connect between your own personality traits and Mouse's personality traits? Yeah, I think me as a person, I'm also, I also tend to be the peacemaker of any group I'm in. I think I connect with her that, um, I, yeah, I think that's the biggest similarity we have but also the fact that we're so passionate about what we do. And if we don't know how to do something and we really want to do it, we'll work so hard to get to that point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, an important aspect of your character's arc in the series, which was touched on very briefly in this past episode, episode three, which I know will progress um, into something more later on, is the blossoming relationship that you have with Harper, um, played by Darcy Rose Burns. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, we saw a hint of the crush that you had for her in the last episode. Um, how did you prepare for that sort of aspect of your character and this, you know, blossoming romance that you have for Darcy? Um, well, and what was it like working with her too? Oh my gosh, yeah. I love this question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but preparation-wise, before I even know, before I even knew Darcy Rose, she, uh, I went into the script. I was like, okay, Mouse has a crush. I've had multiple crushes before. Yeah. So I brought in like past relationships, like how this boy made me feel at like any high school relationship that I was in. I was like, okay, I know how this feels. Yeah. Um, so I brought that in and I really wanted to get, I really wanted to get to know Darcy Rose before we even started, which wasn't hard at all because we yeah. immediately clicked. Um, and she, I can, tell you now that she's one of my best friends and I'm so glad and filming that scene that you saw in episode three was a breeze because we just played around with each other and we just had so much fun and that the chemistry we have as friends um really shows with the chemistry that Mouse has with Harper. Mm -hmm. And is it true? I think I heard that the romantic bond that you two have in this series was fairly new to the story and it only came into the conversation because you and Darcy Rose had such a great relationship when you first met each other. I think part of that is true. I, yeah. I talked to Dean a couple times and he briefly mentioned the fact that I would have a love interest. It would last like maybe three episodes. But yeah. when he saw that Darcy Rose and I got along so quickly. Yeah. He was like, okay, we have to, we have to keep this going. This is yeah. just really good. Um, and we just joked around. I fake proposed to her. Dean was like, okay, yeah, they're actually best friends. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, it, I guess the idea was there, but we enhanced that idea a lot more. No, yeah, that definitely sealed the deal. You two yeah. got along <laughs> so well. Um, 
Now, I have to ask if there were any moments at all during filming where you felt vulnerable that might be presented a challenge. I know personally that I can think of one moment later on in the series, which will come soon, um, between you and Harper that was very emotional, very heartfelt. Um, yeah. Were moments like those at all challenging to shoot? Um, or were there any other moments that you wanted to add that kind of presented the most um, vulnerability? Yeah, um, I would have to say the most vulnerable I, that I got with playing Mouse was episode eight. And I don't want to spoil anything, no, but it was all. just, uh, it, Darcy Rose is my best friend. And mm-hmm. it's so fun to play love interest with your best friend. But it was, it was also like a weird dichotomy because we know each other so well and we trust each other, but we don't love each other in that sense. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I definitely had to like go a little deeper into Mouse's character or like the character I'm playing and, and to be like, okay, this is what she's feeling right now. Darcy Rose does not exist at this moment. Um, I am deeply deeply in love with her and it was just such a beautiful experience this it's like my favorite moment in this whole season yeah and I can tell you because I was there on set during that scene that that was one of my favorite you know days working on the show I love and you know this because I told you before it was such a heartfelt moment in the show and yeah we're not going to give anything away because it's just it was a great moment Um, right but I can't wait to see it yeah me too um So moving on, um, obviously this show filmed during the midst of COVID. You filmed the first, I think it was the first four episodes pre-COVID. And then starting with episode five, you filmed like during the, when we were going through everything. Um, So I have to ask because you sort of went through several months taking a break from the show. And then all of a sudden you had to get back into it um, many months later. Was it a challenge at all to get into to get back into Mouse's headspace after taking a break for so long? Yeah, a little bit, especially because we were all isolated in our own bubble. Um, and we didn't really like have a chance to socialize with each other, or, like see how we were doing. We had group chats and everything, um, but we didn't really connect with each other face to face or have a conversation. Um, so the first few weeks of going back on set was a little challenging because I had to like, I had to figure out what I worked on as mouse and bring that back into the space. Also with the new COVID pr- protocols, um, you as <laughs> my mask bin holder. Yeah, yeah. That's what uh, I did. Yeah, I'm grateful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was just a big challenge. There were just a bunch of hurdles that we never had to think about until this time. And like that long break was just hard for all the other actors too because acting is just such a weird emotional thing that if you're not doing it for a long time it's kind of like a muscle that you lose so we we had a little buffer moment but the chemistry is so palpable that it was just so easy to get back in the swing of things yeah and I bet there was a whole lot of uncertainty too during that time about whether oh. it would continue or not so 100%, it, yeah. it's great how things ended 
Great. Um, so I have to ask if you changed it all as an actor or a performer after finishing the series. Obviously, you did a whole bunch of plays and stuff in high school. Um, but did this show change the way you will approach projects now moving forward? Anything you learned? Hmm. I learned a lot. Uh, again, this was my first big project in general. And before this, I was in Shakespeare. I was in the Shakespeare company. I did a bunch of Shakespeare stuff. And theater and film are just different mediums. So I had to learn a bunch of things like technical things like um, standing on your mark and all of that, the camera logistics. Yeah. So in a sense, that was the biggest thing I learned. Um, also spontaneity and making sure that you're really present in every single take that you do because it's so easy to just like zone out and do the same exact thing for every single take. And the director would want some, some alternative, um, some alternative, um, I can't think of the word, mm -hmm. but options. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I having John as the lead was so fun and so freeing uh, for that because he loves to play around with things and he loves to add new things with every take. Mm -hmm. So the show has been getting very positive reviews. I believe it's <laughs> yeah. certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes oh, really? the last time I checked. I think so. Yeah, it has a high enough score. Seems like everything's laying the groundwork for a season two. I hope Do so. Do we have any word yet on whether that's going to happen? Is it still up in the air? I mean, I'm very optimistic about it. I haven't heard anything. I just right. really hope that we're getting a season right. two because this is such a good show and yeah. this is such a good cast. And I'm very happy that I'm on the show. Yeah. Aside from acting, I know that you're also very dedicated to your music. Um, it's It takes up a lot of your posts on Instagram and on, <laughs> on your stories, which I love to see and listen to. Um, can you tell us if you'll be putting out any of your work soon in the form of an EP or something else along those lines? Yeah. So during this, I guess we're in a hiatus or something. I don't know. Kind but during this, yeah. <laughs> during this break, I'm very focused in just writing my own things and I've I think I've written two songs this week and I'm just like grinding out songs at this point and hopefully in the next year or so I'll have an EP out. I love to hear that um, yes. and I, 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 know, I know that you also you're close with Maddie right Caldwell who's also one of the actors on the show. Maddie Cadell, guys, yeah. Cadell, sorry um, <laughs> but you guys do a lot of music together right? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. She, she just released a new song. Um, it's based on David Bowie. It's called Starman. It's really good. Uh, but we have very similar tastes in music uh, and we're just like very supportive of each other. And I think, I think we're in the process of figuring out ways to collaborate, which is going to be really fun. That's great to hear. Um, now for my last question, um, I know that you're currently riding this wave of Big Shot, which is so great to see and witness, um, looking at all you guys having worked with you all. Um, but can you tell me, Big Shot aside, if there are any other projects that you're currently working on or about to work on? Are you just chilling for the most part? As far as I know, I'm just chilling. Okay. It's gonna ride the wave. That's great. That's yeah. great. I love to hear that. Um, well, thank you so much, Tisha. Thanks so much for tuning in. 
please take a moment to subscribe to The Hollywood Podcast for free on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Until next time, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Max Geshwind. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.